재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Every Sunday, we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is a freelance translator, interpreter, and book news reporter for The Bookend. Morning, Helen. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Happy, as always. Mm -hmm. You have a nice uh, cup of coffee there. Yes. Are you enjoying your coffee? I am. Why why didn't you bring me in? (laughs) We can share. (laughs) We can have a sip. Okay. Maybe Maybe during the song break, I'll, I'll steal some of your coffee. So what exciting news from the world of books do you want to start us off with today? Well, I came across this really exciting news the other day and I thought I had to share it with our listeners. Mm -hmm. It's about the Voynich Manuscript, a book that no one can read. (laughs) Why why can't anyone read this book? It is one of the world's most mysterious books. Uh Its centuries-old manuscript is written in an unknown or coded language that no one can understand and no one has been able to crack so far. Wow. So countless scholars have spent their lives puzzling or agonizing over the manuscript. Uh And it's got, the manuscript has got this intriguing mix of elegant writing, drawings of strange plants and naked women. Mm -hmm. And some people believe that it holds magical powers. If only we could read it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the coded writing, I understand because some people may have wanted to keep this this manuscript or journal or whatever it is private but why the imaginary plants i wonder mm, yes very strange mm-hmm. maybe that's where the magic powers actually come from the plants yes okay <laughs> tell us more about the publication deal so the book has been locked away um, in the vault at yale university's by library and it only emerges occasionally but then after a 10-year appeal for access silhouette a small publishing house in northern spain had secured the right to clone the document and its director Mr. Juan Jose Garcia said, I quote, touching the Voynich is an experience it's a book that has such an aura of mystery that when you see it for the first time it fills you with an emotion that is very hard to describe. Wow, lucky Mr. Garcia. Mm -hmm. Tell us about his enterprise. So the publishing house specializes in making facsimiles of old manuscripts and it's now um, got the rights to make 898 exact replicas of the Voynich. And they're going to be so faithful and keep every stain, hole, and tear in the parchment, you know, you know sort of alive. Mm-hmm. In I the, guess, the I guess that's what you meant by cloning the document. Yes. It's not just simple publishing of the pages. It's mm-hmm. going to feel and look like the, the actual yes. manuscript. Like, you know, like a real thing. Uh-huh. And the publishing house always um, publishes 898 replicas of each mm-hmm. work that so it clones. Random, random number. It's actually a palindrome and it's, um, you know, um, all because of the success of its first facsimile um, that, that, you know, of which they made 696 copies. Uh-huh. That's really cute. Yes. <laughs> that that uh, the number is a palindrome. Mm-hmm. But it's bound to be quite expensive if they're only um, publishing 898 replicas of this 
of this uh, manuscript that everyone is trying to get their hands on, right? Yes, each um, piece is going to sell for um, 7,000 or 8,000 euros. Mm-hmm. And so far, start saving. <laughs> yes, nearly 300 people have already put in pre orders, so there are a lot of rich people out there who mm-hmm. are interested. <laughs> and the curator at the Bionic Library, Mr. Raymond Clements, said that Yale decided to have facsimiles done because of the many people who like to consult the fragile document, the manuscript. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I went on the Yale University Library website and that was one of the questions on the FAQ. How do I access the Voynich manuscript? Mm. And the answer was pretty much you can't. <laughs> And but now they aim to provide a look and the feel of the original for those who are interested. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully that'll make life easier for Mr. Raymond Clemens. But it's definitely going to be a real work of art since they're cloning the the document. Tell us about the original um, artist or writer who produced the Voynich manuscript. Was there? Is it ascribed to one person or? Um, we're not sure yet, actually, okay. um, because the old manuscript is named after the antiquarian Wilfred Voynich, who mm-hmm. bought it in about 1912 in Italy, and he eventually brought it to the public eye. Mm-hmm. And then there are theories about who wrote it and what it means. And for a very long time, people believed that it was the work of the 13th century English friar Roger Bacon, mm-hmm. who was interested in alchemy and magic, mm-hmm. but then it turned out that it wasn't Bacon's work after all. Oh, okay. Um, so whose who's was it? Do you um, know, Helen? No, I don't. I wish <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be saying it on there. Anyway, um, but then, uh-huh. you know, that theory was discarded when the manuscript was carbon dated and people found out that the manuscript was actually uh, produced before 1438 th- um, so it was produced mm-hmm. in the 15th century mm-hmm. and some point to a young Leonardo da Vinci um, you know someone who wrote in code to escape the inquisition mm-hmm. some people think that the whole thing is an elaborate joke or some people even believe that an alien left the book behind <laughs> so I guess yes. um, like, uh, everything everything could be possible at yes. this point since there's so few clues as to mm-hmm. who actually um, put together the manuscript. Well, let's come back after a song break and, and talk about this mysterious manuscript. Here's Sweet Little Mystery by What What What. Welcome back to Hot New Releases on the Bookend. Before the break, Helen actually wasn't being completely honest when she said that no one has cracked the Voynich manuscript code. Helen? (laughs) Yes, so far the only person to have made any headway when it comes to decoding the Voynich Mm -hmm. is Mr. Indiana Jones. See, somebody did crack the code. Yes, but then Mm -hmm. that happened in the fictionist world. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a world. (laughs) Yes. It's a world. But, you know, fiction's good for that sort of thing, solving the impossible, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, well, fiction aside, though, the Bionic Library gets thousands of emails every month from people claiming to have decoded it. Mm -hmm. 
and in the book is only slightly bigger than a paperback and it contains 200 pages including several large foldouts there's a lot for people mm-hmm. to actually look at when right. it comes to decoding the manuscript can you imagine being the librarian who has to sort through the emails Yes. You can't ignore all of them because what if somebody actually did figure it out, right? Oh, yes. Gosh, can you imagine? Mm -hmm. He probably has a separate email account just for that. Mm -hmm. He probably has a separate staff just for that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And just for that, yeah, project. Mm -hmm. So what is the the plan for Mr. Garcia? Um, Well, it's going to take the publisher about 18 months to make the first facsimiles, the first batch. And they're going to use very special paper to make sure that the um, replicas feel like the you know real thing, mm-hmm. and it will probably feel like the stiff parchment used to write the Voynich. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to um, make every single copy by hand. I feel like they might have to, right, to to replicate the feel and everything. Yes, eight hundred ninety-eight of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> No wonder it's going to cost 7,000 to 8,000 euros. Yes, that is a lot of money though. I just... Mm -hmm. I wonder if anyone I know will be able to afford a copy. Well... (laughs) We don't know anyone. I don't know anyone that rich and famous, no. (laughs) No. Let's return to the Korean book scene. Is there a hot new release that you would like to recommend this week? Yes, I'd like to introduce the um, two new titles in English translation from author Chong Yongmun. They are A Contrived World, 어떤 자기의 세계, and Vaseline Buddha, Vaseline Buddha. And author Chang Young Moon graduated from Seoul National University with a degree in psychology, and he made his literary debut in 1996 with the novel A Man Who Barely Exists. It's very exciting that he has two titles coming out in English at once. But tell us more about the writer. He works as a translator as well. He's translated more than 40 books from English into Korean, Mm -hmm. including works by John Fowles and Raymond Carver. And in 2012, he won three of Korea's most prestigious literary awards for his novel A Contrived World. So that was a very successful title. And it's English title. Um, English translation, if you're interested, came out from Dalkey Archive um, mm-hmm. in spring 2016. And Dalkey Archive, of course, also published his short story collection back in 2014 called A Most Ambiguous Sunday or Taopshi Odenputan Idoyel. Is he well read outside Korea? His works have been translated into numerous languages and he's widely read, especially in France and Germany, mm. where he enjoys tremendous critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. So tell us about uh, one of the two titles, Vaseline Buddha. It sounds very smooth and zen. Mm-hmm. It's been described as a tragic comic odyssey. And the author uses free association to go really deep into the human mind, human psyche. And what you have at the end is this l- really high level of consciousness that is equal to Zen meditation, like oh, you wow. said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the book de- um, blends reality and imagination throughout. And what we have in the beginning of the story is our sleepless narrator who stops the thief from coming into his window. Mm-hmm. 
And then he goes into his subconscious imagination and he takes us through a whole variety of um, geographical and mental locations, some real, some unreal, some surreal. Mm-hmm. And we end up exploring, um, exploring the very nature of reality. I mean, there are places like the mountains in Nepal, um, a park bench in Budapest, and even mm-hmm. um, an encounter with an inflatable rubber dolphin in <laughs> um, France. Uh-huh. And what's a contrived world about? So this book is another um, sort of um, fiction that's set against experience um, that blends fiction and reality. Mm -hmm. So it's quite similar to uh, Vaseline Buddha. Same kind of, yeah, similar kind of experience. It's Mm -hmm. set in San Francisco Mm -hmm. and it's based on the author's real life experience, his visit to San Francisco. But then what you have that's more interesting is the narrator's imaginative reflections that really cause the narrative to to venture into the realms of fiction and fantasy mm-hmm. so you know you have this amazing fictional world that both complements and compromises the real world mm-hmm. so it sounds like a, a blend of a personal memoir travel writing and, and so on and so forth mm-hmm. right right it sounds like both books take the readers back and forth between a reality and fantasy to offer sort of mythic and spiritual insight it's a great book to start yeah. on a sunday afternoon and it's a very unique reading experience if mm-hmm. you haven't read anything by Chang young i'll definitely recommend them both mm-hmm. so uh, before we wrap up helen helen's um recommendation for this week were vaseline buddha and a contrived world by Chang young moon yes yes well that's it for this week's hot new releases thank you helen for coming in and we'll see you again next sunday okay same time next week bye coming up next is today's roundtable but first let's listen to the frozen man by james taylor Last thing I remember is the freezing cold 